This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the date is set for a major change coming to GSA schedules. One agency wants federal employees to better understand artificial intelligence. DHS's cybersecurity agency lays out its plans for the future. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. October 1st is D-Day for GSA schedules. That's when the Federal Acquisition Service will release its consolidated schedule, which will include the new special item numbers and terms and conditions. This means contractors can begin moving to the new single schedule. GSA's goal is to consolidate 24 schedules down to one by the end of fiscal 2020. Over the last six months, GSA has been working towards that goal by asking industry and other experts to weigh in on its plan changes. It's time for the federal workforce to become more acquainted with artificial intelligence. That's the hopes of the National Institute of Standards and Technology. In its AI strategy, NIST has urged the Office of Personnel Management and Commerce Department to develop job series and career paths for future AI-centric positions. NIST has also asked the White House National Science and Technology Council's Machine Learning and Artificial Intelligence Subcommittee to name a standards coordinator for future AI regulations. Almost a year after Congress created CISA, the cybersecurity agency now has a strategic plan. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Chris Krebs, the director of the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, is keeping the two core goals of the newest Homeland Security Department Bureau to a simple motto, defend today, secure tomorrow. Krebs rolled out CISA's strategic intent, outlining the organization's vision and objectives yesterday. Krebs says CISA will focus on being the nation's risk advisor, whether it's for federal networks or critical infrastructure providers or for state and local governments. I'm Jason Miller. House Republicans say there's no evidence Interior Secretary David Bernhardt hid calendar meetings from Congress or the public. Republicans on the House Oversight and Reform and Natural Resources Committees say the National Archives and Records Administration found no evidence of records mismanagement by the department. They interviewed career Interior employees and reviewed thousands of pages of Bernhardt's calendars and emails. The Minority Committee's review comes after House Oversight Chairman Elijah Cummings suggested Bernhardt had skirted ethics regulations. Federal law enforcement take umbrage at a bill coming from two members of Congress. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. The Peace Act from Democratic House members Ro Khanna and Lacey Clay would allow force only as a last resort. Patrick O'Carroll, executive director of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, says the bill is an answer looking for a problem. He says lethal force is used in less than a tenth of one percent of arrests now and that the standard already in place for use of lethal force by federal law enforcement is the protection of officers or bystanders' life. I'm Tom Temin. Majority Leader Steny Hoyer wants House and Senate Appropriations Committee leaders to get to work on some kind of appropriations agreement as soon as possible. The House passed 10 of 12 appropriations bills for 2020. The Senate hasn't introduced or passed any yet. Hoyer acknowledged a continuing resolution might be inevitable. He says a 60-day short-term CR is his preference if Congress cannot pass an omnibus or a series of appropriations bills by the September 30th deadline. Congress returns from August recess September 9th. 
Acting Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy says the Army will need more money in 2022 through 2026 to continue to meet its modernization goals. McCarthy said earlier this week that without more freed-up funds, the Army's buying power will decrease in the near future. The Army has recently been divesting from legacy systems, which may be a way to find more cash if future budgets don't increase. The Navy has a new top officer. More now from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Admiral Michael Gilday took over as Chief of Naval Operations during a ceremony yesterday, relieving the retiring Admiral John Richardson as the service's senior uniformed leader. Gilday had previously been the commander of the Navy's Fleet Cyber Command. Although he was easily confirmed by the Senate, Gilday's nomination was something of a surprise. It came after Admiral Bill Moran, the Navy's vice chief, withdrew from consideration over inappropriate emails he had sent to a former subordinate. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Health Agency releases its final request for proposal for TRICARE Health Services Overseas. The $605 million contract provides a wide range of administrative health care support services for those using TRICARE outside the U.S. The period of service will have a one-year transition period plus seven one-year option periods. There's also the potential for six-month extensions, up to eight and a half years. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 